welcome, 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 welcome to part two, okay, of how to not be led astray as a believer in Christ. Now, I apologize. I apologize. I was very long-winded in the last one, but I had some things to say. <laughs> I had some things to get up off my chest, okay? And God gave me this platform so that I can do just that, right? Right. All right. So welcome. Welcome to Down the Pipeline with Danny Do It All, where Raymond flows in and revelation flows out. Just like it says in Romans 10 and 17, now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm your host, Danielle, and it is such a pleasure to be back with you again. Okay. Again, I am sorry about the two-parter, but I'm so excited to share with you the rest of what God gave me um, about how to not be led astray as a Christian. Now, I, what I pray is that you um, took the word from last week's episode back to God and you studied the scriptures that I gave you in preparation for this episode because here we're going to expound upon those scriptures that were given and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how to not be led astray. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive right in, but just, you know, give me a little latitude. Okay. Give me a little latitude. I just want to recap some things. So again, this day and age, it's a lot of different gospels. It's a lot of different doctrines being preached, but we want to know the true unadulterated, uncut, okay, USDA certified word of God, right? We want to know the word for ourselves. We want to study to show ourselves approved, not to man, but to God, right? And we want to rightly divide the word of truth, amen? So we're going to go into these scriptures just so that we can have a clear understanding of who we are in Christ how to live by his standard, how to, um, you know, be an effective disciple of Jesus Christ, amen, how to win more souls to the kingdom, how to make sure our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to work on today. And I have seven, seven ways that God revealed to me that I personally um, put into practice in my own life to not be led astray by these people who come into, who come in the name of the Lord, but they look nothing like him. Like their mouths praise him, but their hearts are far from him. And we don't want to be like that. Amen. We don't want to be like that. We want to be the remnant. We want to be the standard. Amen. All right. So let me just recap all of the seven ways so that we can go ahead and get, well, it's been <laughs> it's been a minute, so we're going to go ahead and get started now. So way number one, you want to read the word of God for yourself. Number two, you want to attend a Bible-believing, spirit-led church. Number three, you want to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in all truth. Number four, you want to surround yourself with like-minded people who have similar goals and aspirations. Number five, you want to shield your eye and your ear gates. Number six, you want to ask God for wisdom and discernment. And number seven, you want to make the word of God your standard, right? So the first step, again, you must read the word of God 
for yourself. In 2 Timothy, we are all charged to show ourselves approved, again, not to man, but to God, rightly dividing the word of truth. And when you read the word of God for yourself, you're going to get different. The Holy Spirit, rather, is going to reveal to you different things every single time. Okay, so you may get one revelation in one season of your life. You may get another revelation in a completely different season of your life. We are, but you need to make sure that you're reading the word in context and that you read at least the scripture, the passage before and the passage after. Amen. You want to rightly divide the word of truth because we get ourselves in trouble by taking the word out of its context, out of its original context. So you want to make sure you have some good tools. I love the Blue Letter Bible app in the enduring word. And sometimes I will just literally Google a passage to see, you know, what other sources say about it. Right. So we have all kind of different tools out there to help us really and truly understand the word of God. And of course you have so many different, um, Bible translations that will help you do the same. Second Timothy two fourteen through 17 is going to be kind of the, um, one of the scriptures for it. You must read the word of God for yourself. And it says idle and profane babbling that does not represent the true word of God spreads like cancer and increase to uh, and increases more ungodliness. Right. Idle and profane babbling, because that's what some of these people are out here doing. Not it doesn't represent the true word of God, which the scripture says is simple. And if you study and read the word of God for yourself, no one will be able to deceive you. You have to stay in the word. You have to meditate on it. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand it and apply it to your own life. And um, 2 Peter 3, 16 through 18 says those who are untaught and unstable, hey, untaught and unstable can twist and misinterpret scripture to their own destruction. And they will distort doctrine and cause you to be in error because you didn't take it back to understand because you didn't ask the Holy Spirit to help you uh, interpret it, to help you understand it. So this is why you must not just take the word of God from other people and stand on that. You have to take the word of God from your pastors, from your favorite influencer, and then take it back and Research the scriptures that they discussed, research the scriptures that they talked about and make sure you understand them for yourself. Okay. Number two, you want to make sure you are attending a Bible believing and spirit led church. Um, The Holy Spirit told me there are four different reasons, at least that you would want to do this. Number one would be sound teaching. Sound teaching is spirit led because the helper who is the Holy Ghost teaches all things and helps our leaders remember everything he has told them. Okay. And we should be excited. I told y'all last, um, last in the last episode that we should be excited to imitate the faith of our leaders after considering the result of their conduct or the outcome of their godly lives. And it says this in Hebrews 13 and seven, um, my leaders are very blessed, you know, and I, and they live a life submitted to God. And I know that by their fruit. So this is why, you know, I can be excited to imitate their faith 
after considering the result of their conduct and the outcome of their godly lives. Number two, that you, uh, the second reason that you want to attend a Bible-believing and spirit-led church would be growth. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, that you cannot forsake meeting together. We come together for worship. We come together for instruction and we come together to encourage one another. Again, I'm so blessed to have a church home that fosters growth, that has helped me realize the purpose to which I have been called and helped me walk that thing out with with confidence and with boldness and through, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So if it's not CTC, I am. That's OK. Just make sure you get in a church that fosters your growth and provides community, which is the third reason. So church creates community. We are no longer strangers and aliens, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and are members of God's household. Ephesians 2 and 19 and first um, Peter 2, 9 and 10 says, once we were not a people at all, but now we're God's people. So some of my closest friends, closest confidants, people that I can really trust with my prayer requests and my sins and my ugliness and what I, you know, how I fall short every day. I've met them through church and I love them. If y'all are listening, I know y'all are because you love me. But I love y'all. And when I say my friends, my confidants, my sisters in Christ, my brothers in Christ, they know the Holy Ghost and they know the Bible. That's what I mean. Okay, that is what I mean. And that's what I need. I need people that are going to push me not to be more like them, but to be more like God, to be more like Jesus. And the fourth reason that I would say to find you a church home, accountability. Okay, accountability. I just said that, you know, my my friends allow me to confess my sins to them, allow me to ask for prayer for places where I'm feeling discouraged or vulnerable or um, that I've fallen short, that I that are, you know, that, that I things in my life that I'm insecure about. OK, when you confess your sins and have someone outside of yourself holding you accountable, that hits different. And the prayer, James 5 and 16 says, the prayers of the righteous are very powerful and effective. I know that when I reach out to my friends, to the intercessors in my church, prayers are getting hurt, okay? They're knocking on heaven's door for your girl, and I need that. I need that. Um, and iron sharpens iron. And one man sharpens and influence another through discussion. That's Proverbs 27 and 17. Accountability. Iron sharpens iron. I don't need no rub, no wood. I don't need no um, cotton rubbing up against me. I need iron. Okay. I don't need, what else? I don't need, you, you get it. I don't need cotton rubbing up against me. I need iron. Amen. All right. The third way you can make sure you're not being led astray is to ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you in all truth. The Holy Spirit, y'all. I can talk about him all day. The Holy Spirit is everything. Right. He's everything. He came to convict the world. So if you don't have any conviction, you don't have the Holy Ghost, period. He came to convict the world. He came and convict. Y'all know I love to give a definition, baby. Convict means to call to account, 
to show one his fault. <laughs> Convict means to demand an explanation. <laughs> to bring to light, to expose, to chasten. That's what the Holy Spirit is supposed to do. So I've been, I have, I'll, I'll tell y'all one story where the Holy Spirit convicted me because I worked in retail a long time and I don't play about horrible customer service. You're going to know, well, old Danielle is going to let you know, honestly, new Danielle too, but she just does it in a different way. Um, Danielle 1.0 is going to let, was going to let you know that your customer service was horrible, exactly what was horrible about it and what she thinks you need to do to change it immediately. Okay. Danielle 1.0 would do it in the ugliest way possible and honestly make you feel that you were about an inch tall. She would cut you down with her words and, 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 and that would be that on that period. But the last time I did that, the last time I did that and did it, I mean, 10 toes down, baby. Anybody could have got it that day. I was in the Dollar Tree. Danielle, you're going to the Dollar Tree. What do you expect, baby? What do you expect? Okay, so I went to the Dollar Tree and I, I kind of did cause a scene. (laughs) It's not funny. I'm sorry. I caused a scene and after I caused the scene, I got in my car (laughs) and the Holy Ghost said, now, what are you going to do if one of those people that saw you act like that in there comes to your church on Sunday? What are you going to do? And I was like, oh, my God. I would have been so embarrassed if somebody from my church or somebody who didn't know Jesus who didn't have a relationship with Jesus came to my church and recognized me as the woman in Dollar Tree that acted a fool. I didn't curse. I didn't call anybody out their name or anything like that. But still, I was just, it was just, I was just acting very ugly, very ugly. And I would have, you know, how, how would I have explained that to my pastors? How would I, how was I going to, in the next breath, acting like that in the store, and then in one breath, acting like that in the store, and the next breath, going to God, asking for, you know, provision for this, for that, for that, and the other thing. Baby, where is your mercy? Blessed are the merciful, for they will, re- they will receive mercy. I showed no mercy. I would have been so embarrassed if somebody saw me and, you know, like, oh, well, if, if that's the, the Lord, if, you know, she serves Jesus and she act like that, I don't want to know him. That would have been horrible. So ever since then, and what was I doing? Girl, why was I in there buying something for church, for a church event? Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. I was in there buying some poster board for a church event, acting like that. And it was like, it was honestly not the dollar amount. It was the principle. It's the, it was the principality. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, I was convicted. I was in my car convicted outside of Dollar Tree. Um, so that was really embarrassing. And I was embarrassed. Uh, not in Dollar Tree. I was embarrassed after I got out of Dollar Tree. I wasn't embarrassed at all. But after the Holy Spirit, what did he do? He demanded an explanation. Why do you act like that? 
He chastened me. He exposed me. He called me to account for my actions. He showed me my fault. He convicted me. So never again, never again. That's conviction right there for your black behind. That's conviction. Or, you know, whatever color your behind may be. Sorry. Um, it was conviction from my black behind. Let me just say that. The Holy Spirit also speaks only what the Father speaks. He glorifies and honors Jesus. So when you hear these words, when you hear me speak, when you hear your pastor speak, when you hear anybody speak about God, definitely check with the Holy Spirit. Test the Spirit. And number four, how to not uh, have yourself be led astray would be to surround yourself by with like-minded people. And again, as I said last episode, when I say like-minded, I mean same mind who is in Christ Jesus. Not let's do whatever we want like-minded. If they're if the people that are you around are not pulling you up to another level in God, you need to find more people. You need to find different people. When Jesus got his disciples, when he rounded up his his disciples, they were changed forever. Even Judas was changed forever. They were changed. And you should be that same change agent in your group of friends. If you really love those group of friends and they're, you know, they're not really where they should be spiritually yet, you be the one to bring them up. You be the one to speak life into them. You bring the one to 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 read scripture with them, to get them together so that y'all can um, read the word of God together, so y'all can pray together, so y'all can edify one another. You be that light, you know? Um, and if you don't have, like I said, if you don't have people around you that push you to be more like Jesus, not more like them, change your circle. Psalm 1 and 1 says, you're this paraphrasing. <laughs> you're not walking in the counsel of the wicked. You're not standing in the paths of sinners. You're not sitting in the seat of scoffers. Okay. You're walking with the righteous. You're live. You're, you're around righteous people. Um, Proverbs 13 and 20 says, uh, walk with the wise and be wise. First Corinthians 15 and 33 says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Right. Keep your eye out for people's character. Character, not their words. By smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. Romans 16, 17 and 18. OK, number five, shield your eye and your ear gates. I told you last episode, you can't watch everything. And grow in Christ. You can't listen to everything and everybody and grow in Christ. You can't take in everything, every movie, every type of music. You have to be careful. You have to be discerning for what you allow in. First Corinthians 10 and 23 says all things are permitted, but not all things are of benefit. Nobody's going to come and close and put their hands over your ears when you want to listen to secular music. Nobody's going to. Um, come over, come up to you and shield your eyes when you want to watch a demonic movie or um, or porn. Nobody's going to, why am I hollering porn? Nobody's going to come shield your eyes. These things are permitted. You can do them, but not all things are of benefit. It goes on to say all things are permitted, but not all things build people up. Proverbs 24 and 20. 4 and 20 through 27 is really good to read um, for to uh, to shield your eye and your ear gates as well. Um, OK, number six, 
the sixth way that uh, I have been using to not be led astray as a disciple of Christ is to ask God for wisdom and discernment. Discernment allows you to separate between what's true and what's false, between wisdom and foolishness and between good and evil. Do not believe every spirit. Okay, test them instead, says first John four and one. You can recognize that way you can recognize and treasure what is excellent. Right. So when you see excellence, when you recognize excellence as by the standard of the word of God, you can treasure it. And when you need discernment, when you need wisdom, ask God, he'll give you the wisdom you need and he'll give it generously. And Proverbs 1 and 7 says, fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the starting point and it's 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 the essence. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. I when I read when I want to um, realize how precious, how valuable wisdom is, I read Job 28. Job 28 is beautiful, y'all, when you're thinking about wisdom. Wisdom just wisdom is not just being smart and dumb. It's not. It's really, it's so much more than that. It's so, so, so much more than that. So I implore you, if you don't read anything else, if you don't read anything else that I tell you, um, that I'll show you in the Bible, read Job 28. Okay, and if you want to know where wisdom comes from, read Job 28 and 23 or 28 and 28. Wisdom is with God and God alone. Amen. All right. So the last way that I make sure that I am, you know, make taking to make sure that I am not being led astray is to make the word of God your standard. Again, make the word of God your your standard psalm 119 and 105 it says it's a guide for your feet and it illuminates your way john 8 and 28 says jesus was and is perfect and what he did and said was from god and we can do the same by living by the word of god uh second timothy 3 and 16 says the word of god is profitable for everything Joshua 1 and 8 says to meditate on it, obey it, and watch the prosperity come to your life. You have to have a standard, y'all. You have to have a standard. You have to live by a code. You have to live by a standard. And for us, the word of God is our standard. For those who want to live as Jesus lived, to do the things that Jesus did, to really be um, to present ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable, which is our reasonable service. The word of God has to be our standard. I told you again, last episode that this, in this day and time, every man is doing right in his own eyes, but this is how you get led astray into idolatry, divination, witchcraft, rebellion, and all other sorts of evils by living, uh, by doing what is right in your own eyes. When I was asking God if he wanted me to add anything else, again, he led me to look at my list again. And I'm going to go, I'm just going to say this again. And I saw something so beautiful. So number one is to read the word of God for yourself. And number seven is to make the word of God your standard. The first thing you do, and again, this is a non-exhaustive list, y'all. There are so many more ways that you cannot be led astray. But these are the ones that I've been doing 
He said, he showed me number one is to read the word of God for yourself. And number seven is to make the word of God your standard. And John one and one says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So the Holy Spirit said it starts and ends with the word of God. It all starts and ends with Jesus. He is the word of God. He is the, the word of God made flesh. He's the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and omega. So in this hour, we need to read Jesus, read the gospels, read what he did, what he said, how he walked, how he treated people, how he interacted with people. This is what we need to emulate. Amen. All right. So I have literally been talking for 25 minutes straight, um, but dang, it's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I want you to study these scriptures again and really ask the Holy Spirit to be with you while you are reading them. You're not, we don't, I don't understand the scriptures without the Holy Ghost at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, what? You know, <laughs> so you need him. You need him. And he has made himself more than available for those who will accept him. Um, and I pray that that's you. Right. So thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any, any, any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM uh, on Instagram. Personally, I am Danny Do It All ENT or the podcast is uh, down the pipeline pod down the pipeline pod. You can also shoot me an email at pipeline podcast at Danny Do It All dot com. That's again, pipeline podcast at dannydoitall.com. I have some amazing things that I'm working on um, to build us a, a community to, you know, keep us in communication with each other. And please let me know if you have any questions, any prayer requests, um, anything that you'd like me to bring up to the Father for you. I do pray that you guys grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that you are unashamed with sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that he just makes his home in your heart. I mean, puts his feet up, lifts his hands behind his head, and just gets comfy and cozy in there, right? And um, I pray he does all of this ASAP so that you can experience that Zoe life, that you can experience that full, rich, satisfying and abundant life that he came, bled and died and rose again to give us. So be blessed. You guys have a fantastic week, month, day, rest of the year, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.